Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Isn't it so cool how God works and how he moves? And when we are faithful to show up, he is faithful to show up. And I just want to say, you are faithful to show up this morning here, listening to God's word. And he is showing up here. Every time you open up your Bible, God is faithful to show up. Every time you work for the kingdom you love and you serve, God is faithful to show up. And you know, this isn't something I see in scripture, but sometimes it seems like God shows up in bigger and bigger ways the more you show up. If you're a math person, he shows up exponentially as you show up. So while you show up one time, two times, three times, yes, he shows up. And by the time you're showing up more, four, five, six times, he shows up in bigger and bigger ways. And this may not be true all the time. That's simply an experiential thing that I wanted to share with you. That when you are in God's word every morning, he works in huge ways. When you're in God's word, reading your Bible, you know, you're reading it numerous times a week. He works in huge ways. The more you show up, the more he shows up. And speaking of that, it's kind of similar to what Paul was talking about, right? He's running a race. He is viewing his faith as a discipline. He is showing self-control. And we're going to see, as Paul kind of continues on this thought in a little bit of a new way, how just because God has shown up for you, and just because you're, you're in the church, just because maybe you grew up in the church, that doesn't necessarily mean you know God. And so this is why We want to be watchful. We want to be disciplined. Like Paul had just said, I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. So let's go ahead and dive in and see what Paul has to say about the Israelites, about the Old Testament. In 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1, and I'm reading from the ESV. For I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, And notice here how he starts with four. This is tying back to everything he had just talked about. That idea of discipline, of self-control, of not wanting to be disqualified. Right? Because you you can say something all day long, but if your actions and your heart aren't lining up with it, that's a problem. For I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud, And all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And here, Paul is referencing back to these Old Testament stories, this Old Testament truth and history that that these people would know about. Looking back to when the Israelites were wandering in the wilderness, God was present with them as a pillar of cloud. 
He was with them. He parted the Red Sea for them. And in that sense, they were baptized in him. He goes on, and all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. And remember, in the Old Testament, Moses hit the rock, was praying for water, and God gave them water. God also gave them physical food, manna from heaven, right? He provided for them in that sense. But this is talking about food and water also in a spiritual sense. All drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. <laughs> Isn't it cool? I don't know. Sometimes I just get re-amazed at how good of a storyteller God is. How much Christ is interwoven throughout the Old Testament is just incredible. How much foreshadowing God did. I mean, you look at authors today, you look at stories today, and you can think, oh, wow, I should have seen that coming. There was foreshadowing. God is the master of that art, of writing a story where everything connects, where he plants seeds and then we see them to fruition. It's so cool. Christ was the rock. And so these Israelites were living with God's presence, right? He was with them in the cloud. They saw his crazy, miraculous actions, giving them manna, the water from the rock, parting the Red Sea. And yet, listen to what Paul says. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. God was not pleased. And we go back to who God is, right? Why was he not pleased? Was he he not pleased with them because they didn't have enough faith because they weren't quite good enough? Well, we know that sin displeases God and that all people sin, right? And the only way that that sin is covered and cleansed is faith in Christ. Faith in Christ. And that means it's not just an action, a hands response, and it's not just a head response with your thoughts. But faith impacts the heart and it impacts the spirit. And even though these Israelites had seen all of these miracles and they had seen God with them, God show up over and over again, that knowledge, those actions, didn't move from their head, from their hands, into their heart, into faith, because God was not pleased. And it's so interesting. It says, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. And this um, this Greek word is kind of like getting scattered on the ground. They were scattered on the ground. They were laid low in the wilderness. And that circumstance caused this. (laughs) I don't know if they believed one time and then stopped believing in their hearts. I don't know if that, that troubling circumstance, the challenges, the difficulties, I don't know if that put up a wall between their hands and their heads and their heart. I don't know exactly what went on with them, but we know that their lack of faith was tied to their circumstances even though they saw God show up. And so, How much more today 
when yes we see God show up in big and amazing ways but but it's not quite the same as how the Israelites saw him how much more do we want to be aware of our spiritual and our heart health with the Lord How much more do we want to be disciplined so that we can protect against that disqualification? God is so good. And when we show up, he shows up. And we want to make sure that in our showing up, it's not just superficial actions. It's not just head knowledge. But that when we show up, we allow it to come down and also impact our hearts, impact our faith, impact our spirits, impact our identities. Don't take God showing up for granted like the Israelites did. But rather allow him showing up allow his response to you showing up allow his strength and his peace and his joy to infiltrate to expand and to really be planted and then come to fruition in your heart in your spirit because in christ we are called to peace we are called to joy we are called to self-control to kindness to goodness looking at all those fruit of the spirit that is what we are called to and those things those come from the heart and those come from holy spirit in us so keep on showing up so you can see god show up so you can be with god you can live for god you can love god you can love others and don't take his presence, his action for granted. And when you do, know there is grace for you and there is growth for you in Christ. (laughs) Our God is an awesome God. He is a faithful God and he loves you so much. So think about all that and I'll see you tomorrow morning. I just wanted to remind you that you are so special, that there is grace and growth for you, and God has a beautiful purpose on your life. And I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'm so proud of you for making the time today to spend time with the Lord in his presence and in his word. Thank you for being you.